I'm going to put some sunglasses on so no one recognizes me. Joe Biden. Hi, this is Joe, and I wanted to ask you, could you send me a little money? Because we have the midterms coming up. The midterms. <laughs> Sounds like they're going to give you a period. Or take an exam. Okay, so I want to tell you a little story. Something uh, that uh, <clears throat> has been uh, part of my life. And uh, now our life uh, together, Dr. Susie and I. My love, my great love. So for many years I used to publish a magazine and the government and the cities would... Um, would censor us, okay? And the way that censorship went, if we continued to publish and distribute, these officers would come out, okay? And they would handcuff you, you know? They would handcuff you, and then they would take you to, to jail, and then you had to post bond, and then you got out of jail, and then you had to talk to your lawyers. Anyway, uh, you could you could win you could win because in numero uno first amendment okay uh and it's called the speech but speech is never free now many years later after having been handcuffed and um all of that and spent a little time in the in the in the house in the place on vacation um now, the government really doesn't censor you. The big corporations censor you. Facebook puts you... Facebook puts you in prison. You've all been there, right? It's a little nicer prison. You could go start crazy. But... These uh, uh, these new censors are the people that you support by buying their product, but they don't allow you to tell about yourself and your product. So they want to tell their story, but they don't want you to tell an alternate story. They just want to tell their story and um, that's tragic because your speech your ability to speak is being taken away who knows by Cheerios <laughs> who else could take away your speech Cheerios yeah 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 Wheaties Wheaties could do that so everybody better wake up because we're all as artists, as individuals, as people, as right-wingers, left-wingers, no-wingers, and swingers. Get censored. I'm going to now turn this over to Dr. Susie. Dr. Susie is my, is my girlfriend. She's my, she's the girl I love. I, 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 <laughs> I mean, I can't even begin to tell you. She's she's a very smart king. She's very cute, very very cute. And uh, 
Yeah, I love her. I've been hanging out with her for 31 years, 24 hours a day, except when I was a fugitive for a couple of years. And then I came back and we've been together ever since. And here she is, Dr. Susan Block, Dr. Susie, my love. Hi, Captain Max. Happy Halloween. Hello, hello. Here's your camera, darling. It's Halloween Eve in Boonoboville. And yes, you've been watching Captain Max, and I'm his familiar, <laughs> Dr. Susie. Mm, and I am a witch of sorts, you know. I think a lot of us are. Witches and wizards and bitches and gizzards. Yeah, I was just going to say that. Also. Well, I can read your mind. Do you see, my darling? That's the fortune-telling quality of the witch. But does she see into the future or does she just hypnotize you? Well, witches have many talents and also, yeah, many uh, unconventional qualities that make us subject to witch hunts. Mm. But Halloween is our night and it's Halloween Eve. I think a lot of people think of Halloween as being their night. For one reason or another, it's one of the most fun holidays, maybe the most fun if you're just talking about the holiday and not what you get out of it. Christmas seems like such a capitalist holiday. And yes, Halloween, you're getting candy, but really, it's... The costumes and the fear that's so much fun. And that connection that we get, or we're supposed to get, with the spirits, our ancestors, mm, the dead. Yeah. And uh, it makes it kind of scary, you know? Because everybody's a little afraid of death. Yikes. I said that a little loud. It scared me. <laughs> Whoa. You scared yourself. I did. Are you afraid of death, Dr. Susie? Of course. Uh, come on, you wimp. Come on. Well, <laughs> I'm just kidding. I mean, sometimes I have a vision of it that's really beautiful. Actually, when I was near death, I had a near-death experience when I got septic shock. And I just dropped down, and they had to rush me to the hospital, and I went into a coma. And then they kept me in a coma, and they told Max they weren't sure if I was going to make it, and I wasn't sure either. But I was on a lot of good drugs, <laughs> and I felt myself dying wow. 
and I have a whole book waiting in the wings to come out about it. But it's like quite an experience. It's, I guess, if you're on morphine and whatever else, it's really very pleasant, but it's scary. It's still scary because you feel yourself, or I felt myself in this case, dropping down, 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 down into the earth. <laughs> Interesting in a way because all of our myths say we go up into the sky, we go up to heaven. But my vision. Maybe it's wrong. It could have just been a fantasy, of course. But I was near death, was I not, Captain Max? You certainly were. That was scientific. That was scientific. And the, the nurse helped out because uh, he said if you put $50 down on the counter, she'll be alive tomorrow. <laughs> they had a grand <laughs> sense of humor. All right. <laughs> My nurses did. Woo! So... It was a beautiful feeling, the feeling of dying, of falling, falling into something very comforting and dark and nurturing and accepting and wow, I kind of wanted to do it. And I wasn't afraid when I was actually dying. But I kind of didn't want to die too, you know. Somewhere through my fuzzy coma I saw Captain Max's eyes and I went ah maybe I should come back for this and I remember when I started to wake up I was like looking at him like well are you gonna fuck me or what am I gonna just lie here in my own poop which I was doing and I mean the nurses kept me as clean as they could but still so waking up was rough. But you were big. Uh, you grew. I had edema. Edema. You oh, yes. I was a sumo wrestler. Your brother and I were looking for a new career for you as a sumo wrestler. Absolutely. I had a whole fantasy about that, that that was what was going on. Because it was hard to figure out really what was going on. So anyway, I came back. I was not afraid of death. And, you know, usually I, I certainly am. Just afraid of not being here. Just, I don't know. I don't think it's going to be bad. It's just going to be nothing, in my opinion. But what is my opinion? I don't know. That's a crystal ball I can't see into. I can see into yours, but it's rougher to see into my own. You know? And also Max's. I don't want him to go down that long, long <laughs> road. It was like I was falling, 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 and then because I did not want to die, I hit a trampoline and I bounced up, but I had to use a lot of energy to bounce up. I had to use every ounce of strength I had. And it would have been much easier to just fall. Sometimes it is easier to die. And I respect that. I just uh, didn't want to do that. What uh, can, excuse me, what other uh, platforms are we on? We're Uh, on Studio. Instagram. Hi, Instagram. Hello, Instagram. Hello, Instagram. They can't see us, right? Can yes, they, they can see, see us. Boo. 
They can see her. They can see oh, her. they can see her, but you can't and see me. Oh, would you like me? No, 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 no. I'm just joking. It's a much well, nicer we saw sight. you in the beginning. Yes, that was the beginning. We can come back to you. You've got this structure like a lazy Susan, and I even putting up with that, even though it plays on my name it's and my frame of mind, usually. I'm a very lazy witch. I like to be waited on, hand and Instagram, foot. Facebook, and uh, well, oh, oh, studio. Is there anybody in the studio? YouTube. Are we on YouTube as yeah, well? Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm watching YouTube. Well, hello, and YouTube. YouTube Ooh. and also um, Bonoboville Lounge. If you're in the Bonoboville. Yeah. Well, of course. If you're in Bonoboville, then you could also be watching this live. Watch it in Bonoboville, just in case anything naughty happens. We can't show it on the other channels, although I don't expect anything naughty tonight. I even covered up my magic dildonic vibrating broom with a mitt, a, a... a mitt. kitchen mitt. You censored. You censored. I censored yeah. my <laughs> broom. But that. here's the bottom of the broom, which can be used for spanking and sweeping. But I wouldn't use it for <laughs> both. You know, that's not very clean, <laughs> hygienic. And then there's the vibrator. This is a classic pocket rocket. Drop pocket rockets, not Patriot missiles. You know, this is the Bonobo way. And that's right in the center where you can ride it, just like that Harry Potter magic broom that they had to recall because the kitties were spending too long in their bedrooms. Mm, right after Halloween. Mm. Well, I don't think it is appropriate for kitties. This is an adult toy. For next Halloween, you can buy it on Dr. Block's Pleasure Shop. And yes, there's a very fine orange for the season dildo right here. But I don't know if I can show it to you and stay on the air. Censorship is such a worry, such, such a concern. In fact, I would say, considering the holiday, that censorship is haunting us. Right, Captain Max? It is haunting. Censorship haunts you down and takes away your words. It's it takes terrible. away your vision. And you can't see it like it's yeah. a ghost. Right. You know how the ghosts in Ghostbusters kind of rearrange the library and drive you crazy? That's how we feel about you wonderful platforms out there. <laughs> we love you, you know. Oh, yeah, you're oh, great. Yeah, 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 you're great. But you got ghosts. <laughs> They're called bots. Remember, Dr. Susie, that we were on government television. Okay. Yeah. On cable Public television. Public access. Public access. As well as HBO. And there was no censorship. You couldn't censor us. Now we're, we were on Reddit. Public access channel and they censor you well captain max so this is the corporate this is cheerios that's who it is it's it cheerios. is cheerios and it's not and very that, cheery yeah 
Uh, that's it's spookios, yeah. and I'm not just saying that because it's Halloween, brothers and sisters, but because it's very spooky and what the, they're doing. The people that eat Cheerios don't take it in the rear. No. No, sir. And they don't use dildos. No. They eat Cheerios so they don't masturbate. Wow. That's what all of that was originally for. Talk right. about, it's, talk it's about Frosted Flakes. Yeah. Okay. Fro- frosted Cheerios, man. Cheerios. That was uh, Corn Flakes. Uh, yeah. Kellos. I need to have this rearranged so I can see it, actually. Harry, if you could fix that. We have some beautiful comments coming in tonight. From where? Love Show, Halloween Kids. What is it? What are you looking at? I don't know what I'm looking at. I'm it, looking at my, my selected stuff. comments because I probably have some that say... Well, mine say, you know, I don't like your face, Max. (laughs) Scratch your eyes out. What's wrong with you, old man? I see. Oh, (laughs) sexy baby from Lamont Jones. And love your show, Halloween Kiss. Where is she getting this? From P. Marquez. And David M. says, you are phenomenal. Phenomenal oh, let is a me good see word. Instagram. Yeah, Let's phenomenal. remember that word. Phenomenal. I, I am phenomenal. I think that's a good thing, although occasionally phenomenons are not good. I'm also a felon. But then he says, I love you. So when you combine phenomenal with I love you, I mean, I, can, I, can I, we should, I, I, David should be I, our friend, I, I, right? Yeah, I love you. No. And the incredible things you do. David. David, hi, David. I got it. So, that's it for the good comments. Instagram and Facebook. Give me some bad comments, or good, or naughty, or nice, yeah, trick, or treat. Well, you can't see the history. You can't see the oh, history. so any new things. Tricks, okay. you know, imply sex work, I know, and I think of that as a treat. But maybe the platforms don't. So, platforms don't worry. I'm just doing a radio show that you can see on TV. Happy Halloween! It's Halloween Eve in Boonobleville. This little device here, which is just a toy, supposedly. No, actually, this is a lawn ornament. But really, what it is, is, uh, for my dirty mind, a spanker, right? You spank. That's to scare kids. But it's very nice for spanking. It's a paddle. A paddle. A very nice paddle, you know. And I just think it's so much fun to find kinky things in household departments. And, well, it is kink month. It's our kink month climax. So check out your Home Depot for all those ropes and kinks. We're writing an article on kink right now. So I'm looking up kink. And the original meaning was for a bend in a rope. It was a kink created by the Dutch based on the word kink that was Norse and or Icelandic which meant to bend, bend over. So it was already kinky, right? I mean, 
they say didn't start talking about sex until later, until maybe the 20th century, but I think people were talking about it in terms of sex. And Thomas Jefferson used kink to describe a person who had unconventional and very clever thinking. And then there's the judgmental people who call it weird and strange and bizarre. And they're writing our dictionaries in 2021. (laughs) So that's why we're going to do our own definitions here at the Dr. Susan Block Institute, which is where we are. Although we are also on the air, riding that train, high on life. High on Halloween. What's with this wolf that's following well, that's the train? Well, that's my doggy, <laughs> who's Chico. a wolf. Chico. Oh. Yeah. Chico. Chico's girlfriend. Chico's a little wolf. I think they're in the next car, yeah. sounds like so to she, me. Chico's girlfriend is coming. The dog's with me. Okay, see. And the name of the train is FDR. Which stands for Franklin Delano Roosevelt, our 32nd president of the United States. States of America. And he did a little bit to FDR, which is the other meaning, meaning fuck the rich. Can I say that? I just did. Am I still here? All right. Well, you know, it's better than being eaten, right? (laughs) And it does mean being taxed and a few other things. Uh, you know, the rich have got to do more for society, but we'll fuck you good. You know, we're experienced lovers. I'm a good cougar myself. And, yeah, we ain't yeah. going to, uh, yeah. Hey, my sexy baby, says Lamont Jones. Yeah, baby. Anna Quintana, love you, Dr. Susie and Mr. Max. Okay. How about Mel? Is she chopped liver? Yeah, Mel's here, as well as Unseen Abe, but they're both unseen. We should call Mel Unseen yeah. Mel, I guess. <laughs> One day we'll see her, and then we'll be blown away. She's very pretty. Ah, Well, she can be modest, but, you know, and I can say whatever I want because you can't see her. But anyway, Sorry. our theme for tonight, because uh-huh. we're haunted, actually by, in many cases, Halloween fantasies and spooky realities, but that was last week's (laughs) title of the show. So this week, we're asking you and ourselves, what or who is haunting you? There's that... There, there it is again. Mm. Although maybe we need an owl about now. Yeah. An owl to hoot. Because the owl is very scary. The owl often gives you foreboding news. Could somebody bring in the owl? But there is also wise owls, old owls. And you and I are kind of wise old owls. You and uh, you and who? Me and me and everybody. Who? <laughs> Certainly me. <laughs> I'm a wise old owl, baby. You betcha. Um, your Halloween candy that you left overnight since you were a little child, and now 
I've blossomed into a witch. Mm. And who is haunting you? Or what? For us, yeah, I think I would say censorship in various forms is haunting us. And it's pretty bad. It's pretty bad for a lot of people. It's really bad for some people who are haunted a kind of like the way you were when you were busted. I was haunted down. You were haunted and then hunted. Yeah, and then hunted. And, and still haunted and by still your <laughs> memories totally of this haunted. because you were traumatized. I have to take little blue pills in order to calm me down oh because every time the doorbell rings, <laughs> ooh. Yeah, I gotta share those. <laughs> I have memories and memories in my head. I also have memories in my memories are bigger memories. than your memories. I'm sure they are. I have male memories. I'm very petite. <laughs> I'm a little witch. <laughs> okay, everybody. So we're haunted by censorship, and you were haunted. Worse than haunted, you were hunted. I was hunted. And so are a lot of people right now, including Julian Assange. Yeah, and, and uh, yeah. we are very mortified to continue to use death-like terms, but he is on the verge of death. You know, it's not right. And our government, the U.S. government, and I am a proud American. I mean, I'm a patriot American, and I don't even have a gun, and I'm a patriot. I don't have a gun because I'm a patriot, and I trust this country. My weapons are my words. And I could eat my own words one day, without the weapon but I don't think so I don't I don't know I think yeah every once in a while people defend themselves or others but very often guns have accidents like in Hollywood like that horrible accident last week with the beautiful cinematographer that is bound to happen these accidents are bound to happen and they are a bad Halloween horror show. Very bad. So we're haunted by censorship of the good. Censorship of really nothing. We we haven't been showing anything like sex. And of course, Julian Assange is being censored, but really being censored and canceled. I mean, these words are pathetic when applied to just people who can't go on Twitter or who lose their million-dollar contracts. This journalist, this publisher, is being denied his freedom in the worst way and being tortured for speaking, for publishing. Publishing the truth, actually, (laughs) not lies. And we are discovering bit by bit, every day, hour by hour, minute by minute, things that, well, we knew 20 years ago, but the lies that have been told us. Actually, I am discovering new lies, too, that I didn't know about. So there's lots of lies being told us by our mainstream media, which is often a mouthpiece for governments, corporations, you know, that have a vested interest in not telling the truth. They actually own it. They own the uh, 
the, media. the journalists. Yeah. So nobody right. owned Julian Assange. So he's now in prison. For years and years right now. And it's a nightmare in Belmarsh Prison. Much worse than a nightmare on Elm Street because it's real. I, I graduated from the Adult Correctional Institute in, in Rhode Island myself. Well, anyway, we got a free Julian Assange, and you graduated, and you're well, doing you, you, very well. You graduated from Yale. I graduated from prison. I did. And I also graduated from being a mall to, you know, a prisoner. I would visit you. Yeah, that's so right. So I had that experience of that's visiting right. in jail, which is nowhere <laughs> near as bad. But you feel pretty censored and canceled when you have to wait in line and then you're denied your right to see your loved one because of who knows? Who knows? And see, these are all terrible, terrible, terrible. But one thing that they all have that our censorship by big tech does not have is people that you could talk to. When we were censored on public access, and you said we were not censored, but we were. Well, yeah. But, but a little bit, and we would say, oh, well, you know, you can't show actual people having intercourse or giving yeah. oral sex or something like that. But you could show a lot of nudity on public A lot access. of nudity. And yes. some people were also showing hardcore, well, especially in New York, yeah. where uh, public access was a, like a fucking free-for-all. There was Al Goldstein there. There were uh, all the feminist uh, uh, pornographers there. And, yes, know, it was wonderful. There was some censorship, but there was always someone to talk to, right? Oh, yeah, yeah. And, yeah, someone to talk to. And management that listened. Yes. You know, because... They might take a few days. Yeah. They might ask you, can you cut that part there where you see the right. wide open <laughs> the beaver? Beaver? Can you, you and, know... And it's actually more of like, do we have to see three minutes of it? Right. Or Let's just have 20 seconds. We, yeah, if we pass this way... Then it was okay, actually. Yeah, yeah. As long as you didn't focus, focus. and make it like a jack-off yeah. <laughs> clip. And we weren't trying to do that anyway. So we were right, kind right. of on the same page. I mean, yeah. we'd have conflicts. And certainly when a certain guy took it over, what was his name? Oh, the guy that was stealing all the money. <laughs> yeah. Another another Republican, uh, Christian Republican yeah. uh, thief. He completely censored us, so we would just yeah. post a black screen. And say, and it said, this is what censorship looks like. Adelphia. Adelphia. That was the name of the company. The Adelphia And the boys. family that owned that yeah. company eventually went to jail for <clears throat> masturbating their figures. <laughs> Go figure. Right? People that are censoring you, <clears throat> they usually have something to hide. Mm hmm. That's true. So. And you remember the first night on public access, in the middle of it, or 
shortly after it started, they cut the feed. Uh-huh. But the great part was that you could call them up and say, what are you doing? Yeah. Yeah, yeah you could. And then they would put it back on, and maybe. Would, no, they did that they night. Did they did that They night. put it back on, you yeah. know. Yes. Now oh, we yes. got bots. Ooh. We got botulism. <laughs> so, yeah. botulism. So I was looking on the website. Is that the Regas brothers? Yes. The Regas brothers. Yes, the Regas family. Riga's family. Yeah. Right. They own yeah. Adelphia. Yeah. And we kept saying, dump the stock. Dump. She did. Dump the stock. Dump I the did. stock. And then the Wall Street Journal <laughs> wrote it up. <laughs> they did. Yeah. They did. The Wall Street Journal called me prescient. Prescient. What see? does that mean? What does it that means mean? I'm a witch. Ah, it means I could see into the future. Future, right, right. Because right. I predicted the like fall of the Regus family and the fall of Adelphia, and they fell. That's right. That was fun. I said that, that they were censoring us because they had something to hide. And I didn't know exactly what it was. But it turned out that they were doing financial games that were illegal. Yeah. <laughs> they thought they were the wolves of Wall Street. Well, they, and they also thought that, that that station was their personal bank. Yes. You know, they could do anything. And they uh, were masturbating their figures. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> when they were criticizing they us. They were, they were. And then we went back on. It yeah. was bought by Time Warner. Time Warner. Oh. They took over, and for a little while, it was paradise. Time yeah. Warner did hardly any censorship. Right. And then they canceled public access completely. Now, actually, well, Time Warner went to the city, and they said, listen, this is Channel 3. Could we have this? You've got public access on there. Why don't you just stop with public access? And plus, we'll give you $25 million a year to the city. And there it went. And then many years later, actually about four years ago, I read that they were suing Time Warner because they weren't paying the $25 million. <laughs> So they didn't, get, they didn't get that $25 million. <laughs> Right. Uh-huh. We got kicked off the air. You know, Time Warner comes and says, I'll give you $25 million. Kick these little motherfuckers off of here. It's stupid anyway. <laughs> it's highly unprofessional. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> they had some wonderfully crazy people. Your neighbors. Yes. And me. And you. I was one of the wonderfully crazy people. Sometimes I'd have guests, and sometimes I would just talk about sex with you. And I had a lot of callers at that time because everybody was watching public access because we didn't have the Internet where, you know, now everybody gives sex advice, right? And it was, you know, it was an alternative channel in New York and L.A. was huge. Everybody watched. And, you know, uh, one of the first nights you went on, this guy calls, and I answer the phone, and he says, uh, "Hi, um, wh- what, what, what is this that I'm watching?" And I said, "Oh, well, you're you're watching a, a television show, actually. Is, is what it is." Mm. 
And he says, can I talk to that woman? <laughs> that woman. <laughs> yeah. The woman, the woman on, on the screen, can I talk to her? I said, sure. What is your name? What was his name from the Red Shoe Diamonds? Oh, I knew you would quiz me on this. <laughs> okay, don't and worry I about it. And I don't remember his okay, name. Okay, okay, don't worry I about it. I didn't know we were going to talk he about He wasn't that. famous enough. He wasn't famous. No, he enough. was pretty famous. He was, okay, can I finish the story? But you not? should remember his name before you uh, tell the story. Uh, no, no, I don't need to do you that because that Look at me like I'm some sort of internet <laughs> dictionary. I guess I could have Abe look it up. No. Uh, who produced and directed Red Shoe Diaries? Yeah, there you go. We have a whole thing going on here. Because he called a few times. We yeah, were going to yeah. get together. Yes, yes. Then he, he died. Then he, he died. Directed, he directed He directed it, I think, wrote it or directed it. He was a kind of wild guy. But he thought Zalman I was kind of wild. Right, oh, Zalman, Zalman King. King. So he hey, Zalman King. You know, we're talking to the dead tonight. <laughs> Because no it's Halloween, and you and you have one of the ones have that have come passed. up. You are haunting us right. because you called us like three or four times, and he even had his secretary call me yeah, to try yeah. to figure out when we were going to get together, and we never did. And yeah. then because we're snobs, <laughs> we never leave I the guess. house. That's why. Yeah. And Why am I going to go out there? He loved our public access show. Yeah. So he said, so he said, can I talk to that woman that's on the screen? And I said, yes, and who's calling? And he says, Zalman King. Qu- King, what? King. Right. Right? <laughs> yeah. Zalman King. And I said, okay. He's, uh, <laughs> uh, Red Shoe Diaries. Yeah, Red Shoe Diaries. So I go to Dr. Susie. I go, there's a guy... That his name is Zalman King or something, and he's been. He just started. You thought watching. he was a prank call. Right? I thought he was a prank call. Right, because sure we got a lot of those. It was this guy? We still do. But the funny whole part, funny part of this, that almost every director in Hollywood called, and they asked the same question, the same question that you sometimes ask, and it goes, "What is this?" Uh huh. Okay, fuckhead. It's a radio show. You got it. (laughs) You tell him. Yeah. So somebody said I had lovely bosoms. Bosoms. And boo is where we are. Boo no boo vil. It's a very uh, meaningful term, boo. It can be what a ghost says to you when he wants to scare you. Boo. Boo. Or it can be what you call your sweetheart. Hey, boo. We do that. We, in fact, have turned boo into boozy. Yeah. And boozla. And boozla. And we, at one point, we turned boo into booby boobikins. <laughs> and so we right. have turned boo inside out. But we still use boo, too. So you think shorthand. we're weird? We're not weird. No, everybody uses Everybody's booze. Everybody's got booze. Everybody's got booze. It's like, you don't want to say bay for Everybody baby. has a name for their little thing. Well, then there's that. Right. But nobody calls their little thing boo or their big thing. Well, they might. Yeah, they might. But you know what they do call boo? <laughs> their booty. Oh, dang. 
right? <laughs> Where's that paddle? Don't hit that your is an important boo. <laughs> There's that fucking thing. animal coming after me. Boote. <laughs> and here's my Jux leather finger flogger. Also, we should have this available on Dr. Block's Pleasure Shop. Yes, yes, yes. We don't We're at the moment. This you can get in your Home Depot. It's a lawn ornament. <laughs> you can't spank too hard or it'll probably fall apart. Yeah, and then We've you have a good... broken uh, some of yeah. these. Also, if it... Uh, but it's fun. Scratches you in some There's way. Small spanks. You can sue the. Uh, you can sue the, the throwback. I'm going to throw out my back if I can't tell you what the throwback is tonight. I hope so it's for good reason. Yeah. It's a Halloween show, of course. It's Halloween 2015, and it features Marcy Diamond who is famous for her big boo tay really big new day and it's beautiful it's very toned it's not sloppy Boutet. not that i'm saying anything's wrong with the sloppy bootays but there's something about a big tight bootay and she rides the Sibian. This was before we got our motor bunny. But we love our Sibian. They're really very yeah. similar. And after our Harley. And the Harley was long, long ago. <laughs> right. And the washing machines. But the Harley has to go somewhere. The Sibian, you can just stay on. So, so this Marcy Diamond show. was on this Halloween show riding this Sibian into a kink month climax, her first on a Sibian. And it was very exciting. You had to be there, I guess. But you can be there because it's our throwback and you can watch it tonight after this show. And... I should say that she calls herself Wooty. Wooty. Marcy Diamond. Now, it's a little bit politically incorrect what Wooty means. Does anyone know what Wooty means? Wooty. Class? Wooty. Do you know? Woo! Oh, I, it's I, like, I have, a, I have, a, I have an idea. Maybe, like the owl <laughs> on Halloween. It's like lemon tea. Says, it's Wooty. Ooh, right? That's close. Close. Ooh, tea is like, you know, a certain yeah, type like, of like tea. Like might be your cup of tea. It is a type of booty. Is it a booty that is white? white right. Booty. It is white, big booty. It is called woody. That's why she calls herself on what? social media, Woody Marcy. Marcy now, Woody. I... Don't know how y'all feel about that. I don't know if that's like too politically incorrect for some people, but I think she means it in good faith. Mm. Mm. Faith in the Halloween gods. Anyway, Whoops. that's what it means. And she has a big booty and she is uh, 
Caucasian girl. And she brought another Caucasian girl with a big booty named Virgo Perido, who was not a virgin to the Sibian. However, she did enjoy several Halloween orgasms on it. And so will you if you ride your Sibian while watching this amazing show. Also featuring Dayton Rains, whom we talked about a couple weeks ago because she suddenly called us. And she has a long history with us that I don't know if we'll go into, but she is a fabulous guest on the show and porn star. And uh, she wears this really ugly mask and gets totally naked in her amazing body and just lots of tricks and treats then there's also biz Uh, we love biz 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 did a lot of great things you saw an image from that show max where biz Biz is on the floor and dayton is sort of spreading her legs and i'm stirring my magic dildonic vibrating broom and it looks like i'm stirring a witch's brew of sex no sex actually not right now anyway but there is a lot on that show okay is sex allowed does that on that show on the word, I mean, on this... To say the word? Like, like well, audio sex. That's why I just said, I'm hoping it's okay. Okay. We were just censored on Reddit. This is why censorship is it, yeah. haunting us. And by the way, if you have something on Reddit, please go tell them, you know, what the fuck you doing? Tell them, Max. What the fuck? Uh, yeah, what the fuck you doing? We lose you, but... You know what? It is a full moon show. So we moon the full moon, all of us. And wow. I mean, I got an okay ass, but you should see the booty, especially on Woody Marcy, but really on everybody. There's a booty for every taste. So many different shapes and sizes and all very spooktacular. Catherine Clay says, Hi, Dr. Susie. It's nice to hear you. What about seeing me? I guess that's... Maybe she said that when... Was that a joke? It was Was when you were on. This was an earlier comment. So... Then she says, I just found out my billionaire daddy is the kingpin of Kentuckiana. All right. Well, Catherine Clay, you go for it, girl. I guess that makes you a billionaire. I don't know. I I don't quite understand that comment. It's a little bit confusing, but I would say, you know, FDR. Yeah, you sound like a billionaire. You make loans? Do you make loans at all? Or do you pay your taxes? Yeah, do you pay taxes? Yeah. Serious questions for all of us. Very serious. We're all criminals now. Everybody's you know, a criminal. That is something that haunts me 
now is just the rich getting richer and richer. And people seem helpless. I don't understand this. I mean, I'm just a humble sexologist. I have a hobby, which is talking about politics. My other hobby is being a witch. But my profession is, yes, I'm a sex therapist, a sexologist. But I am concerned that these professionals in politics and economics are not able to tax these multi-billionaires, now trillionaire Elon Musk, we're looking at you. And he's complaining about taxing. He's saying, oh, you know, first they come for the billionaires. He took sort of this phrase that the Nazi resistors used, Mm -hmm. like, first they came for the Jews, or first they came for the communists. I said, let them take them because I am not a communist and I am not a Jew or whatever. And then eventually they come for the speaker. So (laughs) Elon Musk kind of twists this around and says, you know, first they come for the billionaires, (laughs) but then they're going to come for you. You. (laughs) They're already coming for us. We want them to come for you. You You get away from them. They are already coming after us. And true, there are degrees to which you can be come after, such as Julian Assange is at a pretty bad one. Of course, when they just murder you, that's worse. But he's, I think, being slowly murdered, or maybe their idea is to make him go crazy so he can't publish anymore, he's so that tor- he's an example. He's getting tortured. Yes. He's getting tortured. Well, Haunted. He's in, like, solitude confinement to a yes. country or something. Yes, it's very like, bad. Unless he goes to, like, the metaverse where he's, like, exists uh, on the meta. internet. meta. In the internet or something. Marky Z. What's with the meta? <laughs> you know, you already act like a megalomaniac. You already are obnoxious in your desire to control the world. I don't know if you actually control it because you got Jeff Bezos out there, Flyboy, and Elon Musk, but you control an awful lot of it. So now you want to be meta. Mark Easy. Don't censor me. I love you. We're getting a phone call. We have a phone number if you would like like to call our oh, phone number is 626-461-5212 and you can call that number now and get on the air happy halloween or you can call that number when we're not on the air and you can leave us a message right. yeah that's correct right we'll enjoy it also oh, if you want to leave a message for me it's okay i don't mind no so what else haunts you a lot of people are haunted by their first-time sexual experiences. At least as a sex therapist, I hear that all the time. Yeah. Whatever happened to them or they discovered, they, whether good or bad, traumatic or just inspiring, they're haunted by it. Like they either want to repeat it or they want to get over it or both. It's... Uh, amazing how our first time sexual experiences haunt us 
What about uh, yours? Uh, yeah. You always talk about yours. I'm haunted by my uh, the women that brought me up, the hookers, basically, as I traveled <laughs> in this little uh, troop of uh, sort of vaudeville people throughout Italy, and uh, it was a lot of fun. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Yes. Being haunted doesn't have to be bad. No, it opened me up. You can be inspired by the ghosts of your past. But very often, because we all have difficult pasts, we are haunted in a negative way. But you don't have to be. You can be haunted in a positive way, like Captain Max. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Well, I, you know. I have both. Uh, yeah, no. I'm I, a complex bitch. Yeah, no. I, well, I mean, I had uh, a certain part of the family, uh, you know, uh, and then the other part. You might be haunted by an ex-lover, like our caller last week, who was haunted by his ex-lover having sex with someone else, and it became a cuckold fetish. That is quite common that you're haunted by an ex-lover and you don't want to think about them necessarily. Maybe you do, but probably you don't. But you are haunted and it might be a turn-on for you. So are you haunted by cuckold fantasies? No. What are you looking at that's so funny? Uh, it's a, it, it, caller wants to about kink. I imagine talk about kink. Yes, oh, yes. yes. So his oh, mother's yes. vagina. Yes. Okay. You're so involved with your mother's now vagina. Now this could be very psychological, Freudian, or it could be very obnoxious. Yes. I'm not sure. Mm. And, and right now our screening process is not sufficient for us to know so our apologies in advance if this is one of the obnoxious types of calls but perhaps it is going to be an interesting call so we don't know we're going to find out shortly we're going to find out but it says caller i like to know the caller's name actually i don't even like to know their subject i just want to say hi and find out what they want to talk talk about right on the air he did not provide his name well, he has to. That's one thing well, we gotta talk they to should him. do. I don't need to know mother's Tell vagina. Make up a name. I need to know the name. Make, make up a name. You could make up a name. It's just a, the discussion, you know. It's John, not like I'm John fingerprinting you for the CIA here. John number one. John number one. Okay. What? Let's Gu- just see if he's even one? there. Okay, let's go. Hurry, uh, hurry. Hello. Uh, Caller. See, he's not even there. Oh. Hello. Oh, hello. Uh, oh. Hello. Hi, I'm Steve. Thanks for having me on the phone. Okay, get your face away from the phone. I'm afraid you might be one of the obnoxious types, but I'm going to give you a chance. Okay, what's your name? Hi, I'm Steve. I'm Steve? Steve. Hi, Steve. Okay, Steve, slow down. Yes. Are you on any drugs or are you okay? I'm good. Okay. Good. And what do you want to talk about, Steve? We heard a subject. I just wanted to talk about this. Kinks and fetishes. Okay. Namely, my mum's vagina. Your mum's vagina. Okay. Mum's vagina. Right. Yeah. He's oh, British. Yeah. I remember. I remember that. Well, you came out of there, yeah. I suppose. 
a lot of guys are trying to get back in. A lot of guys have mommy fetishes. Do you have a mommy fetish, Steve? Yeah. You yeah. do? Yes. Yeah. And uh, did your mommy, uh, was she close to you? Did she hug you? Did she breastfeed you? Did she love you? Or yeah. did she have to leave you a lot? Yeah. Well, she hugged me and loved me, yeah. Was there anything lacking in your childhood? No. No? no. You're no. perfectly fine. Okay. So when did you start thinking about mommy's vagina? Um, when I started seeing it more often. M more often when? Well, she was wearing a nightie and no underwear. And I would see it more often. Oh, when you saw her in a nightie with no underwear. Okay. So first of all, yeah, anybody sure. who's watching this who is under 18 should turn it off you shouldn't even be watching it anyway but i guess you know people do this though you know a lot of times moms and just people walk around in transparent outfits and they don't oh, mean yeah. to turn on children but children get turned on anyway <laughs> and that is not necessarily a bad thing but it can cause Some a trauma. syndrome in your progeny that might make them pretty fixated on that. And you could say that that's a kind of trauma. I think it happened in adulthood also. Oh, when she... Do you think she's flirting with you, or is she just happening to no, 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 dress this way? No. no, okay. Yeah. So I was right to say yeah. she just likes to wear negligees, you know, like I do. Yeah, sure. I mean, you could be my son, and maybe you would be turned on by me. You're not, but you maybe. could be. And then it would, you know, what would I do? Should I stop being me? Should, she, should your mom stop being herself? No, but she didn't have se sex with you, right? She didn't? You, you speak in such a hushed tone that a lot of people might be thinking, you know, you're British, and maybe in those British boarding schools they have sex with their mothers. I don't know. Uh, but you, you didn't actually have sex with your mother. So, okay. So, now, so wait, wait a minute. Did you have sex with no, your mother? No, he said no. Oh, no, no, okay. But what happens often? You get a, a what? What happened often is that she walks around in sheer nightgowns. Like this. Look, yeah. I'm wearing a sheer nightgown right now. Yeah. See? Sheer is almost sexier than totally naked, you know? It's funny how that is. Oops, I just showed my tummy. But not any genitalia, okay? So, okay, so, <laughs> there. Sheer is very sexy. It reveals as it conceals. It's like one of the sexy things about Halloween. And a lot of people like that look where you've got a sheer skirt on and if you've got nice legs and you know you you can just convey that silhouette that feminine look of yes there's the v of her crotch right there 
Right, Captain Max? Isn't that the yeah, the crotch from Peyton place. place, which was censored? Right, because you couldn't say vagina, right. so you say V. So okay, right. as long as you know the rules, it's okay. The problem with our censorship <laughs> is they don't tell us the rules. They just is don't it, want I anything to be vagina? sexy, huh? I yes, Steve. What was that? Can't say that. I can't say vagina. Uh, I think you can because you have been, and I don't okay. believe we're being no, no. Censored. The vagina, I think, is okay. I mean, mm-hmm. uh, you know, most of us came from the same place. Most of us. Well, we think it's okay, but you know, Steve, we're on these different platforms, right? And it could be that some platforms these are slippery. Platforms. If you mention vagina, you just slip right out of it. <laughs> and right these are the, the same platform. platforms that promote shoot 'em up, bang bang <laughs> material of mm-hmm. all kinds that encourage violence. But they're problem. very, very nervous about sex. I don't want to get anyone in trouble. Kink. Yeah, yeah. You don't want to get anybody in trouble. No, neither do I. But yourself. <laughs> yeah. You know, I, I know, I know, Steve, but here you are, and uh, it sounds like you're not in too much trouble. You just kind of like to think about it. Is it a problem? Mm, not necessarily a problem. I just like to masturbate about it a lot. And oh, masturbate. Enjoy well, it, sure. you know I'm a big supporter of a little self-pleasure. Right. Are you married or single? I'm single. Do you want to get married? Uh, not yet. Not yet. How old are you? 27. 27. Well, you're okay. fairly young, but not getting any younger. You're not at the wizard nope. stage. But at some point, I don't know, you're going to have to deal with this in a more intimate manner perhaps it sounds like it's fairly important to you maybe it's not something you have to talk to anyone about now but, but you're not you might in the future yes i mean he's not the only one no yeah, as a matter yeah. of fact don't, freud don't came up with a whole syndrome <laughs> right. called the freudian complex which is also called the oedipus complex which is about falling for your mother, having sex with your mother, and murdering your father, which, of course... That's not nice. Well, no. I don't want to go that far. No. And where is your father in the picture? Is, is he part of your life or not? No, no, no. He's not part of my life. No. Okay. That's got something to do with it. I'm not going to say that every guy that has the Freudian Oedipus complex or wants to think about where they came from and their mom and that sort of thing. I'm not saying they're all fatherless or the father is not strong, but that is something that happens fairly often. And, you know, it's partly just because there's a woman there who gave birth to you through her famous vagina and she doesn't have your father. I don't know if she had a boyfriend, but not your father. So very often that makes the son feel that there's an opening in good ways and bad ways. You know, he feels there's something there 
for him to fill, so to speak. And so you find that these fantasies come up. And I think if you understand them a little better, you can enjoy them without them causing too much of a problem in your life. Sometimes you can role play them, whether with a fantasy role play artist or therapist, or perhaps with a girlfriend or wife or somebody who's into role play. It's kink month. A lot of people enjoy role play. And yes, I can tell that there are people out there that feel that, you know, mommy's vagina. Oh my goodness. This is very crazy. This is really perverted. Well, let me just remind you that Ronald Reagan, one of your favorite presidents probably, though certainly not one of mine, but he would call Nancy Reagan mommy all the time in public. So you can imagine, you know, and... I think a lot of men do that. And Max calls me mommy sometimes, and I enjoy it. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's, it's just a, I, I don't know, it's so common. It's, it's almost organic. And sometimes it can be considered very perverse. And sometimes it can be just Mother Earth. You know, yeah, I think it's, it's considered very perverse and something that shouldn't be spoken about. Well, certainly you are very British, so I can understand that. Now, I being a sex therapist, I speak about these things, but I certainly believe in protecting people's privacy, and I agree that our society doesn't quite know how to handle this facet of sexuality. In fact, our society doesn't really know how to handle any facet of sexuality, except that we should make more babies, you know, that's it. And Make babies. Right. So I respect that anybody wants to keep their privacy and should, and yet I think it's important to put that sex education out there. So that's my job, and that's what I like to do. And thank you for joining us. Mate, where, where are you calling from? Where are you, where are you calling from? It sounds from like he's in the UK. London. 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 Right okay. there. Yeah, yeah, right. yeah. My stepmother lives in London. Well, you know, look <laughs> at the prince there. He imagined himself to be a tampon. Pond. Right? Yeah, yeah. Prince Charles. That was all the rage back in the 1990s. Everyone was talking about how Prince Charles <laughs> wanted to be a tampon. Told Camilla that he wanted to be a tampon inside her vagina. Ew, Spooky. Gross. Well, you know, well, so I mean, that's where we came from, sort of. Right, uh, sort of. I mean, all I'm saying is, yeah, we all have thoughts, kind of along these lines. Steve, thank you for joining us, and good luck with your fantasies. Thanks and it sounds like you're not going to torture or traumatize your mother. You're not going to say trick-or-treat and remove your bag and show your penis Ooh. to her. Not a good idea. Okay, so 
in the meantime, you just enjoy those fantasies, and we'll talk to you later. Happy Halloween. Thank you for having me. Yeah, you take care. Happy Halloween. Thank you. You say hi to London town. So obviously, Steve called us with a scary fetish. He seemed very chill about it, but he is British. <laughs> but a lot of people are very scared by their feelings about family members. And let me just say that in 99% of the cases, it is not a good idea to do anything. But it is a very, very common fantasy. So common, Sigmund Freud coined the Oedipus complex and the Electra complex. And yeah, I'm sure there's other Greek gods for cousins and brothers and sisters. But yeah, you, you shouldn't do it you know, reach out, be a bonobo. Bonobos love strangers. That's right. Mm. Although some people are cursed <sighs> with sexy family members. What are you going to do? Well, we saw another episode of Squid Games. Uh, Squid Games. Okay. And that's very haunting. But you know what? It really reminded me of another show a movie that was made a long time ago that was even more haunting in a way to me I mean I understand this is made for 2021 and the movie I'm talking about was they shoot horses don't they it was a Sidney Pollock movie featuring Jane Fonda about a bunch of very poor people in the depression who have to dance for long periods of time in front of wealthy people in the hopes of winning a prize, but they just dance themselves to exhaustion and several of them die. It's very affecting. What can I say? It's one of Jane Fonda's best movies and she's done a lot of great ones. But if you haven't seen it and you're interested in the squid sort of haunting and the message especially of what capitalism does to human beings and how it hurts us to be part of this dance-a-thon rat race that we're forced into and yeah it's just a different style it's made in 1969 I saw when I was a little kid and was very affected by it it was actually before the ratings they were just starting to get ratings so kids could go into the movies and it was oh my god much more intense than any horror film. But I don't like horror films. I don't like gore. I don't like to see a lot of blood. But I do like to see... <laughs> this sounds sick. Am I a sadist? Pain. And how people deal with it. So that's really what They Shoot Horses, Don't They? has. There's a little bit of blood, but not a lot. But there's a lot of pain. And a lot of just anguish of dealing with this system. So, there you have it. Something that's haunting me this week. Uh, 
you have a lot of questions about what this is. And uh, this is a, actually a web, uh, web uh, radio show, which they now call podcast, which sounds like, my, sounds like my diapers. Oh, here we are. Bright again. All right. Kind of bright, yeah. Kind of bright. Okay. And I just oh. want to say hi to Kristen Rock, who says hi, and Theater the Vamp. I grew up in a nudist environment, says Theater the Vamp. And he does like to show his body. He's got a nice body on Instagram. So... Happy Halloween. So I was going to close with my witch poem, which I did last week, but now I would do it in my witch garb. Here's my magic dildonic vibrating broom, and yet I can't show the dildonic part because... I don't know if I'll be censored. Don't be sure no Censorship is haunting us. But I can show my beautiful fiber optic whip given to me by goddess Phoenix. Did you know that All Hallows Eve is Satan's birthday? So since Satan used to be Pan... It's the bonobo holiday. I've always felt Halloween is kind of a bonobo holiday. And one Halloween I did dress up as a bonobo. But I seem to be going back to the witch mode these days. Because it's really me, you know. It's easy. You engaged me, and so we're engaged. Well, we're actually married. Oh, you're right. We're married. Right. Right. For a long, long time. So, uh, <laughs> you look very nice, by the Thank way. Thank you. you know. And if you want to know who we are, uh, go, go, go to Google and just put in Dr. Susie, put in uh, almost a lot of words like phone sex or sex. Somehow we're associated with those words. Right? Phone sex therapy. Phone sex therapist. Then we come right yeah. up because that's what I am, a phone sex therapist. And she pays for all of this through the uh, through the therapy. Me, I'm just a bum and a promoter. <laughs> and I'm here because she's my, my darling and my... You're my prince, My living bum. star and uh, that's, yeah, nice, very nice. Just cuddle up to your phone or whatever it is whatever device you are on device yes indeed brothers and sisters lovers and sinners witches and bitches and tramps and vamps masked men of mystery and role-playful women through history, belladonnas and erotic personas as nights grow long from the witch's hex 
Let us enter the realm of scary sex. There, there, darling, don't be afraid. Tis the season of masquerade. So come all ye witches, ye dark brides and grooms. Tis the time to hop on your broom and fly past your fears and over the years of oppression, repression, being burned at the stake and stoned by the shake or drowned in the lake. Time to rise up, ye sexual renegades. Join the erotic, insurgent, masquerade straddle your flying phallic strap-on brooms turn on your vibrators to the moon fly high in the sky to that wild domain where the witches reign as goddesses and protesters femdoms and love doctors and porn stars and sex workers time to put on your party mask as you take off your daily mask time to reveal what you often conceal Mm, your erotic persona, your inner belladonna, your secret identity, your Bergmanesque entity, your evil twin, the wizard within. Time to awaken, stirred and shaken your heart beating like a bongo, your blood rushing like the Congo. Maybe you meet someone who looks kind of scary. A witch, a bitch, a cop, a fairy. When out of the clear, with the flick of a tongue, your shivers of fear turn to passion and fun. Yes, mixing fear and sex creates special effects. See, what turns us on isn't always the nicest, so we're often afraid by just what excites us. Or are we excited by that which we fear? Both, my dear, it's biological. It's neurological, and it can be pathological. <laughs> so be careful, consensual, practice safe sex, and don't overdo, but stir this recipe into your witch's brew. A pinch of fear gets your mojo in gear like heat in your mesquite, but too much fear burns your meat. Stick that in your bag of trick or treat. <laughs> but this Halloween, 
or sometime soon, take a trip to the moon on your vibrating broom. Mm. Join the erotic insurgent masquerade. Don't be afraid. Your inner witch won't hurt you. Unless you really want me to. <laughs> Boo! Google us. Google us. Google us. Or Yahoo us. We're there too. I don't want to give too much to Google. You know, there's all kinds of search engines. And you can find us yeah. at fdrradio.com or drsusanblock.com. 24 and hours a day. We just want to say happy Halloween, Satan's birthday. The ancient Celtics called it Sam Hain. Mm-hmm. And it's when the barriers between the mortals and the spirits are broken, which is why we've been talking about death and, you know, the dark side. And there are many aspects to the dark side. If you need to talk about your dark side and find a way to handle it, then you can call us, the Dr. Susan Block Institute, at 213-291-9497. And you can talk about whatever you need to talk. We're therapists without borders. So, in the meantime, I want you to be good, be happy, try not to hurt anyone, you know, unless they are asking to be hurt. Consensual hurting is okay. That is fun. It's kink. So, be like bonobos, not baboons. Make love, not war. Make love to someone you love tonight. Even if that someone is you. Happy Halloween! Night-night, folks. See you soon. I love you. 24 hours a day. Need to talk with someone about something you can't talk about with anyone else? You can talk to us. I'm Dr. Susan Block your mistress of the airwaves, but my day job is director of the Dr. Susan Block Institute for the Erotic Arts and Sciences, specializing in sex therapy over the phone. Anytime you need to talk, whether you need serious psychotherapy or a hot phone sex experience or a combination, my world-renowned telephone sex therapists are just a phone call away. Totally private, absolutely confidential. We listen, talk with you, advise you, role play for you, fantasize with you, no fantasy is too taboo, and help you with anything from impotence to exhibitionism, fears to desires, fetishes to marriages. For more information, call us at 213-291-9497. That's 213-291-9497 anytime you need to talk. You're listening to Radio Suzy One on the World Wide Web.